Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Lava Lamp Podcast, and I am your host, the one and only Kaba Lava. I'm so excited to be back with you all. I'm so excited to be having this discussion with those who are willing to listen and join the conversation. Um, life has been lifing lately, you all. And in the name of newness and elevation and ascension and growth, I am excited about it. Naturally, my Scorpio stelium is so excited about all this change and transformation that's going on in in the world. Um, But just imagine all of the incredible discoveries that we will experience and take part in on the other side of um, all of this transformation and destruction is necessary for transformation. So, you know, the uncertainty in the air is palatable. The fear is palatable, but that is what brings me to today's topic, which is how to use art to create one's life. How to use art to basically create the reality that we collectively want to live in. And I know that in these recent years, there's been an upswing in terms like manifestation and mindfulness and spirituality and all of that good stuff. And I just want to share my own experience, but also my own understanding and observation of what manifestation actually looks like, what it means to be a a creative, what it means to live in your authenticity and your authentic truth, your unique truth. Because I believe that's the whole point of all of it. When we go through moments of destruction and when we go through moments of uncertainty or hardship or tragedy or whatever, We also have to, in those moments, take account for and take note of, okay, who is it that we actually want to be and who are we in this moment? It's not just about getting to the other side of things. It's not just about destination-based thinking anymore. It's about, hmm, life is something else. And this is how I want to show up in it. This is who I want to show up as in it. And I just really want to, okay. And I just want to bring our attention to that, this, or this new way of thinking, you know, this, this, instead of destination-based thinking, process-based thinking, and instead of getting excited and living for the you know, happy when I have, happy when I do, happy when I am, happy when I look like. Instead, let's transform that into I am happy right now. I'm I'm in full of acceptance of who I am right now. I am committed to my most authentic self. And I can I choose not to live outside of my unique truth. 
And what that means is instead of waiting for what it is we're trying to manifest to show up, enjoying the process of doing our part of co-creating that outcome with the universe, with ourselves, with source. So manifesting, right? To bring something from concept to reality, from thought to tangible thing, from idea to executed outcome. And the beauty of the introduction of this idea, of this concept, of this lifestyle is that we have all the choice and the free will to make happen or to attract what it is that we want. We do. When we can visualize it, when we can paint it, when we can write about it, when we can set up our space in a way that increases our good feelings, increases our confidence, set up our space um, in such a way that gives our mind the space and opportunity to be clear and receptive and open to new things and newness. So when we talk about manifesting for ourselves, it's not just about the vision boards, which you can you know, utilize to manifest, but it's not just about doing something in one moment and then waiting for that to happen. It's more so in my observation about the feeling that you have during the process of attracting whatever it is that you are working to manifest. So going back to that process-based thinking, well, how can I situate my room so that when I walk into it, I feel good every time that I come in and out of it? Does the energy in my room make me happy? Does it make me comfortable? Does it put me in a space where I'm ready to meditate? I'm ready to rest and sleep. I'm ready to reflect and introspect in this space because our space is the the not just the space that surrounds us, but it's the space that reflects our internal space. So when your room is clean, bed is made, and you know where everything is and everything is in its exact spot, that allows space to be in the room, but it also allows you to think more clearly. It allows you to organize your thoughts and the things that you actually want. And it gives you separation or it gives you an opportunity to separate your living space and resting space and reflective space from your working space and your active space and your um, focused movements or space for movement. So um, I have been very intentional and very mindful of how I have been setting up my spaces. Like my art studio has been set up differently now. My room has been set up differently. I know that colors affect my mood. 
So because I love nice neutral colors, I've completely changed the entire landscape of my room and I've decorated it differently. And I, the messages that I have on my walls are way more, are much more in alignment with who I am becoming more so than like who I've been or who I even feel like I am right now. So I really want to make a, make it a point to mention that when your space is clear, your mind is clear, and now you can create a, a space to manifest, a space to cr- start vis- um, start creating this new life that you want. And vision boarding is something that I just enjoy doing because it's just like collage art. It's just collage work. I remember when I was in middle school, when MySpace was hot and popping, and <laughs> before there was Instagram, we were... First thing we did when we got home from school was check our MySpace accounts and change our backgrounds and things like that. But I also remember that in the photos, um, so many girls had ripped out pages like from magazines and they had shopping bags and pictures of models and all these other things um, all collaged on their walls. And it was like a trending thing at the time. And, you know, of course we would make our model poses and, you know, give slayage. But I believe that unconsciously, like we were manifesting the lives that we want. And I really believe that the outcome or the manifestation of these actions turned out to be Instagram, turned out to be Facebook, turned out to be more social media because we wanted more opportunities to to share our beauty. We wanted more opportunities to share our voice. We wanted more opportunities to communicate with one another. And we wanted more opportunities to be seen. And that's what we have now. And while a lot of people will say like how negatively social media has affected um, us as a collective and us as individuals, um, it's also done a great job of allowing us to succeed in sharing our our thoughts and opinions and being able to join conversations like these and join conversations that we never would have thought we would have had we not even had the exposure to the perspective outside of our own. So vision boarding, I believe, is a powerful tool because it just serves as a visual representation of the feelings that it is you want to feel in your life, the feelings of success, the feelings of money, the feelings of being a model. Because there are plenty of people on Instagram who can, who, you know, are Instagram models. <laughs> and, you know, they're not necessarily on the Balenciaga runways and the Versace runways, but they are on the runways of Instagram. And that still influences our cultures. It still influences our minds and our opinions and the way that we dress and, and the things we consider to be fashion. So vision boarding is such a powerful tool. It's a great meditative practice, I believe, to do during the new moons because New moons are energy that we can use for the thing, for the new things that we want to bring into our lives, the things that we want to manifest. And when we go into a create, and if when we go into inspired act, inspired action, or when we go into the vortex of creation, as Abraham Hicks says, in tandem with the natural feelings that we get when new moons occur, 
I really believe that that creates a beautiful concoction of energy that allows us to actually think about what it is that we are wanting to manifest, to actually feel the feelings a little bit deeper while we're, you know, creating, while we're focused, while we're in focus inspired action, while we are allowing ourselves to be as open and receptive to the creative muses that utilize us to even you know, know which pieces to rip out, know how to um, place them on our canvases or on our poster boards or where, however you choose the vision board and our Pinterest boards. I just believe that it's such, again, a powerful tool and a useful tool when we talk about things like manifestation and when we talk about how to set up our space so that we can allow ourselves to be more open and receptive and create the supports for that energy in our external spaces. So I also want to say that visualizing, visualization, there's so many ways to visualize outside of just sitting down with your eyes closed in stillness, which is one of my favorite ways to do it, to just allow my mind and my thoughts to flow. And then after that initial influx of mental energy um, releases itself to get in a place that is so centered and grounded and be able to actually focus, be able to actually create the happy place in my mind that allows me to feel the feelings of comfort and serenity and peace and go into and tap into, better yet, the creative flow that's constantly moving through me at all times to tap into the divinity of source and actually feel the love that is given so freely to all of us, to feel the favor, to feel the creativity, to feel the vitality and the richness of presence and how that makes you open and receptive. And that increases your vibration and your frequency so that not only can you visualize what it is that you want, not only can you feel what it is that you want, but now your energy is putting out the signal or putting out the magnetic vibration to suck it towards you or to bring it towards you or to pull it towards you. And it's so beautiful. So um, you can also visualize just by staring at one point and allowing your mind to empty out And then begin to imagine, begin to create and get curious all on its own energy. It's such a beautiful experience. And again, when we're not visualizing or meditating with it, with an expectation, it's even sweeter. It it gives you the gift of, uh, of a moment of pleasant surprise, you know? So visualizing, you can gaze into a bowls of water. You can look into a lake. You can look into the beach and just watch the waves come in and out. Watch the, you can, I, you know, some people do look into the sun. I'm one of them. You know, I'm not saying that anybody, I'm not saying everybody should look into the sun, but you can sun gaze. You can um, look just into nature. You can sit by a tree. You can hug a tree. You can stare at a tree and again, allow your mind to empty out, to release the influx of initial energy and then 
you you'll find yourself in the space you'll find yourself in the stillness you'll find yourself in the present moment and then you find yourself in the observant mind you find yourself in the observant mind and then you find yourself in the imagination in the imaginative space that starts when you know you first get here that is thriving and well when you're a child and then somehow it feels like it disappears at some point in life as life starts to life on you, you know? But it's all good because when you do have meditative space, when you do have clear spatial energy, when you do, you know, give yourself the permission to tap in and out of your creative flow, your creative uh, need, your creative wellness, and you take the time to vision board or to journal, or to list, or to script, or to create a vision board, or to paint, or whatever, you know, or when you give yourself the time, and the space, and the stillness to sit down, and look into a bowl of water, (laughs) and visualize, you know, look into the moon, and visualize, look into the sun, and visualize, look into the water, and visualize, things like that, so another, another thing that I feel supports manifestational energy or manifesting um, outcomes or manifestation is design. When we look in, when we look at the design of nature and we observe the design of the buildings that we choose to occupy, the design of trees, the design of our bodies. When we look into how we choose to design our space, that helps us tap into the right and the left side brain and forces us to analyze how things fit together in time and space. Notice that space is the common denominator in all of these methods of manifestation and all of these approaches to artistry of life, approaches to artistry in general, you know, approaches to creative creativity and process-based thinking, design of one's life starts with the design of the spaces that we occupy, the design of our aesthetic as human beings, our design or our style of the mediums that we choose to utilize and employ in our lives, whether that be, you know, a pen, whether you're a writer, an architect, (laughs) whether you are um, a gardener, you know, and your gift or your tool of choice is your hands, whether you're a painter and your tool of choice is your brush, whether you are a dancer and your tool of choice is your body and the creative energy that animates it and gets lost and it gets lost in the feeling of it. Or you're a therapist and you can, and your tool of choice is emotional empathy just empathy in general, your, your keen creative ability to empathize with other human beings. Maybe that's your tool of choice. I just want to start the conversation around manifestation as more than 
the surface level things that we can do as more than just thinking about it and feeling it. I just want to start the conversation around how in our daily lives we can be contributing to the energy of our manifestations, contributing to the energy of the things that we want to see by being present in the process, by being present when we ask in the way that we ask, by being grateful before we ask so that we know that we are following the guidance of the highest truth, following the guidance of true divinity, following the guidance of source within us by allowing that energy to live within us and around us. When you look good, you feel good. When you design your aesthetic in a way that makes you more confident, that makes you stand up straighter, that makes you smile more. These are these are the the tools of manifestation. It's the happiness, it's the joy, it's the confidence, it's the energy of these feelings that take us higher and higher and higher. You know? The things that bring us lower are chaos. The things that bring us lower are disorganization. The things that bring us lower are um, low vibrational words and thoughts and actions and feelings. When we feel depressed, everything that reflects back to us is depression. And that's not what we're here for. We're here to learn how to create our lives and be the artists, the imaginative, wondrous, curious children that we came in as. We're learning how to maintain that so that we can actually live in a world and our children can actually live in a world that is not only just here, but that's colorful, that's creative, that's more sensitive to the humanity in each of us that is accommodating to everybody's um, uniqueness that is safe for all of the for all of us that encourages our curiosity that enc- that encourages our process and the exploration of of that process that encourages us to to live in our uniqueness and our convictions and our truth and allow nobody to remove us from it. That encourages respect of one another. Whether your, pers- whether your perspectives or your opinions are the same, whether your um, skin tone is the same, whether your belief and your choice of how you choose to interact with source is the same. We want to live in a world that is in support of all of us and respectful of all of us and harmonious. And I believe that it is conversations like these that help us to learn how to strengthen our individual selves, learn how to strengthen ourselves first so that we can be living in our most confident, highest vibration. We can be living in the lives that we feel are actually in alignment with who we are and who we're becoming and live lives that 
support our growth. I just believe that if we're creatively healthy, I believe that if we have space for stillness and peace and rest, I just believe that if we can agree to disagree or just disagree peacefully, then the world can actually become a better place and change can not be this big, scary monster that lives next to us or that attaches itself to us like our shadow. But instead, understanding that change is a constant gift and a constant force that is that we cannot outrun just like time. We just can't. So let's make the time that we spend that useful. Let's let's point it toward things that fill us up, that's, that support our, our purpose, that support our beingness, that supports our humanity. And I just believe that the best way to create new solutions and to manifest better uh, realities is to support the things that support that, which is stillness, which is mindfulness, which is gratitude, which is understanding of self so that we can better understand all those outside of ourselves. Because the truth at the end of the day is we're all connected. We all breathe the same air. We all depend on the same nature, the same force, the same unseen thing. We're all connected by that. We're all animated in our bodies by the same thing. And it takes each and every one of our uniquely fashioned selves to manifest or create this better world, to design this better life for us. And maybe I shouldn't even say better life to just design the life that we have and make it a reality that we enjoy experiencing, that we feel is contributing to the collective, that we feel is actually significant in making a difference because just the fact that we exist is proof that it is. And reinforcing that truth and understanding of self is what it's all about for me. So thank you so much for joining me in this discussion about how we can better design our lives and better design our collective reality, you know? So again, we are sponsored by Trinity Essentials, run by Taffany Hyatt, the Elemental Gardener. Um, you can follow her at the Elemental Gardener and show her some love, send her some likes, and support the mission that we are both on. Um, we are also in support of Bravest Creatives, the nonprofit. Excuse me, the nonprofit that is. Um, committed and dedicated to bringing art, technology, and mindfulness to the hearts and minds of all those who are called to the mission. 
And shout out to your host, Kabbalava. You can follow her. I don't like how I said that. You can follow her at Kabbalava. No, that's not how you can follow me. You can follow me at Kaba the Creatress on Instagram, Kaba Creates on TikTok, and Color with Kaba. That is K O L O U R with K A B A on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Lava Lamp Podcast. I look forward to opening the conversation up next week on Wednesday. Peace, love, and light.